Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Wednesday, March 24th. Today on the show, the Nashville Predators continue to play good hockey. Mike Rooney of ESPN and D1 Baseball tries to put Vanderbilt's rotational greatness into some historical perspective for us, but we begin with a short PSA about the Tennessee Titans NFL draft strategy. The 440 is built by the Kingston Group. You know that they're locally owned. You know that they are award-winning. You know that they are a custom home and remodeling firm. You know all of that stuff because I've been telling you that over and over again every single morning on this show. And you also know about their alignment, the process, the belief in your vision, trying to make sure that you find happiness and joy and a little investment, a little revenue out of your home. That's what they're here to do. This is not some collection of independent contractors that you can't trust. They do everything in-house. They control the entire process from beginning to end, and they will make sure that you get exactly what you had in mind when you came to them. This is not some run-of-the-mill average construction company, okay? This is a remodeling firm. That's why we call it a firm, because they are just better than everybody else. Go to the website, check out their work, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. That's the Kingston Group. So I know it's not time for the NFL draft just yet, but there's been a lot of chatter following free agency in the NFL about the Tennessee Titans' needs. In fact, we had Mike Herndon on the show just yesterday to break down all of the pluses and minuses of all the big moves that the Titans and John Robinson have made. If you want more thorough analysis from Mike, make sure, of course, you check out Football and Other F-Words podcast from Broadway Sports Media right here on the 440 Sports Network. There's one big conversation we have not yet had as sort of a basic strategy heading into the NFL draft, and I think Mike Herndon has touched on this on his podcast, so I want to give him credit for this, but trading draft picks. A couple of different things to remember with trading draft picks. Number one, I don't have a problem going up to get the guy if it's a franchise quarterback that's going to change your franchise for 15 years. I, I that, that I have no problem with. If you are one guy away from potentially getting to the Super Bowl, if you were Julio Jones away and you think that's the one piece that allows you to take the next step from good to great, maybe you, you give up a few pieces to go get that one big chip that you think you needed to put you over the top. Does anyone believe that the Tennessee Titans are either one of those two situations? No, the Tennessee Titans have a lot of needs. So in fact, the conversation for the Tennessee Titans should be to trade back from the 22nd slot. You don't have to go far to pick up extra picks. You only have to drop 5, 8, 10, 12 spots in the draft to add a couple of extra spots because this team right now today has too many needs. You probably need another edge pass rusher. You definitely need a wide receiver and a cornerback. You might need another interior offensive lineman. Trading back always works. New England has won a gazillion Super Bowls without ever really taking anybody in the first round. First round draft picks, especially once you get outside of the top 10 or 12, are vastly overrated with the exception maybe of that fifth year option. If you do get a guy who's great, Jeffrey Simmons at 18 or 19, and you can pick up the fifth year, it makes sense. I understand. So maybe the Titans should be thinking about how can I trade from 22 to maybe 31? That is where they need to move. I, I, they have too many needs. Trading up is absolutely moronic for this particular roster. They have too many holes they need to fill. Trading back, adding picks. John Robinson has been very, very good in his top 100 draft picks over the course of his career as a Tennessee Titans general manager. Let him do some work with some extra capital. I like my chances at him and his staff plugging some of those big holes the Titans are going to have. They're still the front runner to win the division. 
but they need to plug a lot of holes. Trading up does not help you do that. Roman Yossi returned to action as the Nashville Predators finally got back home to Bridgestone Arena Tuesday night. And it didn't take him long to make an impact as the captain opened the scoring with a power play goal in the first period. It was just the fifth time all season that the Preds carried a lead into the first intermission. And just the first time all season at home. All season! Nashville scored in the second, had yet another goal called back, and dominated the rest of the game. After a way better than expected road trip, the Nashville Predators finally looked like the better team against the inferior Detroit Red Wings, which they should be, but haven't yet at any point this season. Well, they did on Tuesday night. The 2-0 shutout by UC Saros moves Nashville to 5-3-1 over their last nine games and are within four points of Chicago for the final playoff spot in the Central Division. After one more with Detroit on Thursday, Nashville will head north to face those very Blackhawks for two games this weekend. Who deserves the credit for the improved play of this team? Should this recent stretch of solid hockey change how we view the trade deadline decisions that are most certainly coming for Nashville? Does the markedly improved play from the rookies offer some semblance of hope? Of course I've got all those answers, but you didn't think I was actually going to give them to you here, did you? Come on now. But we will give them to you on our Preds podcast, The Gold Standard, out every single Wednesday with yours truly and the Athletics' Adam Bingen. Check it out. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We might even talk about hot mics as well. The Vanderbilt Commodores are the best baseball team in America. Tim Corbin has built one of the best rotations in the history of college baseball. Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. If you're not watching them, that's a you problem. But I wanted to get an outsider's perspective and put some historical context on just how good this rotation is. So I asked ESPN and D1 Baseball's Mike Rooney about how Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt has built the best pitching program in America and where exactly does this particular rotation rank in the history of college baseball? Yeah, it, no question, BG. And I think it's, um, you know, the, the obvious comp that we always go back to is Trevor Bauer and Garrett Cole pitching for UCLA in 2009, 2010, 2011. And ironically, Garrett Cole was a kid that was a first round pick out of high school, kind of like Rocker and later could have been if they were more signable um, and chose to go to college. So, you know, I think that's the easy comp. Cole went number one in that draft. Bauer went number three. If the draft was tonight, BG, I mean, it would be Kumar going one and Lighter going two or vice versa. I know there's a high school kid out of Dallas, Jordan Lawler, that people like, but I don't. How do you not take Rocker and Lighter right now if you if you have those two picks? I mean, these. I, I'll give you this anecdote that uh, an SEC pitching coach I was texting with last week said, "Hey, how about having two big leaguers in your college rotation? That must be nice, you know." And it's like. Yes, it would be really nice. Well, is there an explanation as to how this has happened at, at little old Vanderbilt? I mean, I know they invested in the underground super secret laboratory and Tim Corbin's brilliant at what he does. I mean, all of his assistants are now off coaching like top 25 teams. Yeah. What, is it just Corbin? Is there some other secret sauce? How, how has this happened? Well, yeah, I, I'd say the short answer is Corbs because, you know, obviously before Corbs got there, and this is no offense to anybody, but Vanderbilt was not only, it wasn't that they weren't the best team in the SEC. It was that they were the worst program in the SEC. You know, the least funded, the least successful, and now program of the decade, you could argue. And so, you know, Scott Brown, the pitching coach, has got great track record. He's phenomenal. What they've done, you know, the track record, the David Prices, you know, and on and on. Here's the thing about Vanderbilt baseball right now, especially for pitchers, but really for everybody. It's got everything you could possibly want 
in a college baseball program for your son, right? Play in the best league, play on TV all the time, proven track record of getting guys to the big leagues. Corbs and his wife, Maggie, it's like giving your kid to two more, you know, to two surrogate parents. I mean, it checks every box. Special thanks to Mike Rooney of ESPN and D1 Baseball to give us a little historical context. First of all, Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer, and that's not the team at UCLA won the national championship. They actually won it in 2013. Goodness gracious. This is one of the best I've ever seen in, in Nashville, and I've seen a lot of good ones. Uh, you can go down through the list with Tyler Beatty and Sonny Gray and Mike Miner and David Price and Walker Bueller and Carson Fulmer. A lot of champions in there, too, and I'm not sure anything's been better than what we're seeing right now with Rocker and Lighter. So what are you doing? Go watch Vanderbilt baseball. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Please share the show. Just tell one person about it. We do really, really appreciate it. At 440 Sports on Twitter and Facebook. At 440 Media on Instagram. Got a lot of good stuff coming up for you guys this week on all the other shows, so make sure you're checking out the Gold Standard, Fringe Element, and Landstream Sports, as well as Football and Other F-Words, Vandy Sports, all the great stuff from Broadway Sports Media, so make sure you check all of that out. Special thanks to our sponsor, The Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned, award-winning custom home and remodeling firm they're about being trustworthy they're about being analytical they're about doing their jobs to the best of their abilities and treating their clients like a part of their family it's what 440 sports is all about it is what the kingston group is all about check out their website buildkg.com would i ever tell you a lie or steal you wrong go check out the website that's buildkg.com the kingston group the 440 is a production of 440 media Written and produced by Braden Gall. Music by William Tyler.